Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Whatever Makes You Happy. Today I'm your host, Simon, and today I'm joined by Kevin. What's up, everybody? Brian. Hey, hey. And Mr. Roberto. What's going on, everyone? How's it going? So today we have a very special podcast, one that I've been looking forward to for a little while now. This is going to be maybe the beginning of a new series that we might do called Hypothetical Scenarios, where we're going to talk about a particular hypothetical scenario and then talk about how we're going to react to it and what we would do and stuff like that. And for our first hypothetical scenario, we're going to be talking about what would what would we do if the world suddenly fell into a zombie apocalypse? Ooh. This is going to be a good podcast, boys. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> Before that, are we going to um, play by one type of zombie and then kind of like play a scenario or, or are we just going to talk about whatever comes up? Very good question, Kevin. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to... We're gonna... <laughs> talk about the different kind of zombies that exist uh-huh. and how may and how they might happen and then we're gonna then we're gonna talk about strategies about what we would do to survive in a zombie apocalypse so that includes what kind of supplies that we would have on ourselves what kind of weapons we would use what's our strategies in terms of will we move around a lot and become nomads or would we want to stay in one place and hole up Pop tarts, bro. Pop tarts. <laughs> Pop tarts. <laughs> Is that your strategy? <laughs> you die quickly. <laughs> you die of diabetes. Yeah, zombies, before. The zombies won't be getting you. <laughs> you die first, bro. Nah, we don't want this Is flesh. Sweet tooth. <laughs> zombies will be like, this guy would give us diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But first off, let's talk about the different types of zombies that currently exist in like popular media, like movies, video games, books. Do you guys know much? Know much about Th- there's like there's the mobility type, the fast one, or then slow one, and then there's the how how they became a zombie type, which is they became uh, they got bit, or they die and then they become zombies anyway, even though they didn't they didn't get bit, which is The Walking Dead. Yeah, pretty much. There is this amazing website called Zombie Fandom. Shout out to that website where it's full of full of information about anything you want to know about zombies. So, I looked up their website and according to them, there are quite a few different types of zombies that exist mm-hmm. right now. The most common one is the walkers or walking zombies. So these are your generic zombies. They kind of shuffle and walk around and they attack in groups. And so these are the kind of zombies that exist in The Walking Dead. And then you also have runners. So runners are zombies that run at you full sprint and they're much more dangerous than walkers. Can you imagine you saying both as a zombie, bro? <laughs> huh? like the kingdom ones. Yeah, like the yeah, kingdom ones. Yeah. And like World War Z. Have you guys seen World War Z? Oh man, those zombies run, That, that one looked like just, you know, like hyperspeed yeah. kind of like Yeah, those, those runners, it's like... It's like if you died and became Hussein Bolt, that's what those... You became faster than when like. you were fully functional. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, because those, those zombies... You get steroids, bro. So the, those ones, the rhino ones, they were saying they're the most dangerous ones. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Whatever inf- makes them a zombie removes all the limits. Mm. So you can't outrun those ones yeah yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. that, that doesn't zombies. make sense at all well they don't get tired yeah, yeah. So you have no sense running. of pain Crazy. you have no yeah. sense of anything so you but just they're decaying that's the thing like 
their meat, their flesh was will you know get eaten by worms or something. Well, yeah, that's right. But according to zombie fandom, runner zombies are usually people who just freshly became zombies, so they haven't started really decaying yet. That's why they can run so much more okay. faster. So you just gotta wait it out. Yeah, you gotta wait it out. <laughs> And then there's another type of zombies called crawlers. Oh, that's my favorite one. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad when I was reading. Well, I was reading the Wikipedia, um, the, the Wikipedia, and they were telling that they are well-known and very annoying type of zombie. <laughs> I felt bad, bro. <laughs> Even in this world, <laughs> this is. If Brian feels good about crawlers because this is the only one that Brian can outrun. <laughs> <laughs> I gave that to you, bro. I gave that to you. Good. <laughs> so crawlers are zombies who are disabled from the lower body down. So they're, they're kind of crawling with their arms. Um, it's like if Brian became a zombie. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Bro, I will become a runner zombie. Just you wait, mate. No, you, become, yeah. you will become the lift. <laughs> if I become a zombie, I run for like... 10 seconds we just start limping <laughs> yeah so these ones they're crawling on the ground right so they're they're kind of hard to spot and so they've become especially dangerous if you're not paying attention to them because yeah. they might crawl up to you and bite your ankle yeah. and if that happens ankle biopsy bruh gg yeah exactly so those are crawlers and then you also have a type of zombie called bonies oh mate the ones that use Viagra, right? <laughs> no, no, not that, not that kind of bony. <laughs> now I'm saying that the that the zombies are, have become zombies for long, really long oh, time. Yeah. That they're the OG for the zombie. Oh, sorry, I mean, oh, original, yeah, said, the original oh, I zombie. You said OG for a second. <laughs> yeah, OG. <laughs> <laughs> OG. Oh, okay. They're like the the boss. The yeah, original. Yeah. Yeah, but they yeah, the should original. be dead. The longer they no, so these are the zombies that you're talking about. So these are zombies that have been a zombie for a very long time and their flesh has kind of decayed and they're withered down to the bones. So these kind of zombies, they're not fast or agile like your walkers or your runners, and they won't really, they won't really bother you as long as you don't attract their attention. So the Game of Thrones zombies are those ones, the bony ones, right? The bony type. The White yeah. Walkers? Yeah, yeah. so the, the White Walkers, I guess, are the type they're, of They're too strong to be zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, that's, that's like scary. half ghost, half zombie. Let's not play with ghosts, okay? We're doomed if it's ghosts. No. There's not even like survival. We're, we're not, it's we're it's not just going to be last man standing. We're not talking about ghosts this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> there, there were so many different types of zombies on, on this zombie yep. fandom Wikipedia page. So I only picked up the ones that interested me. Before you move into the next part. Yeah, go on. Oh, um, one of the another zombie that I did like were the exploders. Oh, so yeah. you the suiciders, bro. Why? Because you they felt can relatable. Ah, uh, mate, they can either willingly explode on the target, bro. The kamikazes of zombies, man. And then what do they do? Like, what's the point of them exploding? Maybe they kill people. Get kill people. <laughs> they kill people and, so and also infect like them. You and also run into a group of people and then you explode and then you infect, infect everyone. Them, yeah. I guess. Have you played the game Left for Dead? Oh, I've played that one. Do they have exploders? Yeah, they call they called boomers oh. in that game. So, like in Left 4 Dead, there's a type of zombie called a boomer who's very much like an exploder. You can tell that it's a boomer because it's like large and fat, and it kind of waddles towards you. And if you're too close to it, and if you attack it, then it will, it will explode. explode. Oh, and what happens is if you get the explosion bit. Um, other zombies are gonna attack you because they like the oh they have a mark the, you get uh, mark the aroma I guess oh so you get infected as well right nah nah you just no, get not, not in that you game, just get because no. uh, you can get like hit twenty times by a zombie <laughs> without dying 
<laughs> we're not getting uh, infected. Cool, anyway, cool, so cool. that's kind of like the Hall of Fame for zombies. Oh, before we continue, there's another yep. type that I saw that for me is really scary. The screamers. So their ah. job is to just scream as loud as possible to disorientate you. They alert all the other zombies that there's a potential ah. prey here. Mm. So they just scream there. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how you get chosen for your role as a zombie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you become a screamer, you explode. <laughs> where, you know, like you're ready to explode. Where? What's a good example of that uh, type of zombie, Robert? I just know them from a book. I don't know them from any TV show. There was there was a there was a there was a game called um, State of Decay, and mm. they they have screamers, but basically screamers are zombies without limbs. Oh, just just legs, so they don't have a, they don't have hands. Oh, so their that sounds ability is to scream and then call other zombies. And now let's talk about like how if zombies were to exist in the real world, what are the different ways that they could actually that they could actually exist? So, I think the most common ways or the most common origin stories for zombies it's always it's some kind of infection that starts off, yep. and then it. It gets transmitted when people bite others. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I was doing a bit of research on this, and actually, there is another less known, I think, common origin story for zombies, which is uh, Haitian voodoo. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, so this is apparently a real thing. So uh-huh. there, there are some voodoo prediction, uh, practitioners in ha- Haiti, and they, they have like this zombie powder which is a combination of different things. And if they give it to someone, that person will go into like a near, near-death near paralysis where they, don't, they can't move, their breathing is slowed down dramatically and the heart rate is slowed down dramatically and people think that they're dead. So apparently what happens is that, like let's say if your family, Kevin, didn't like you, they really didn't like you. They would hire... <laughs> They'll turn a, me to a zombie. Yeah, they would hire a voodoo pr- practitioner who would hit you with a zombie powder which can be administered via like injection or clearly this doesn't work because we haven't we've never seen a case of this no it's a real apparently it's a real thing so that voodoo practitioner would hit you with a a zombie (laughs) powder (laughs) and then that will paralyze you Uh right and it will make everyone think that you're dead and so then you'll be buried and then later on that oh i'll come alive no you'll you'll still be you'll still be paralyzed but the practitioner will come back later on and dig your body up there's like other parts to this to this zombification ritual as well where apparently you're uh, during that process you also eat something called a zombie cucumber which is like some kind of a psychedelic drug and it'll apparently make you very uh, it'll make you very suggestive and make you lose memory and become really confused and then you you just you just become that uh practitioner's well this zombie this doesn't make slave. sense at all a couple of years ago there's something that made a little more sense when um people were buying drugs and then some of them became rabid and people thought it was it was a zombie thing but turns out oh, it, was, bath salts. it was it was just oh, they, they became rabid not not just not not zombies it's rabid it's aggressive but no, that that's look, look that's, it up though look it up it's a real thing that's Back okay. Up, Robert. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> I, 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 no, but he's okay. I saw it and I thought it was BS, so I didn't look too much into it. Well, right. I heard um, there's another way up, like the possibility, just to extend the possibility of a zombie, is that apparently there's this mushroom in Brazil that infects an ant. 
oh, yes. into a, become a zombie. Oh ant. yeah, that one was sort of jit. And that then, happened. Yeah, yeah, and they were like, you know, with mutation happening around the world constantly, there'll probably be a time where those mushroom can infect humans, and then that can start the zombie apocalypse. I was like, oh, that's very probable. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually just going to talk about that. Oh, yeah, Sorry, go on, Robert. Yeah, because they saw they were showing cases of it infecting spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can actually see the inside. Oh, yeah, yeah, it coming out of a spider. Yeah, spider's brain. Because that's how they spread their eco- ecosystem. The last possible way that zombies can exist is yeah, what Brian was just talking about. It's this fungus called. So the actual scientific name is Ophiocordyceps unilateralis, or just cordyceps. It's much easier. That sounds like a muscle. <laughs> it's a fungus. Yeah, so it's a fungus. A fungus. <laughs> it's a fungus that infects insects and alters its behavior. Uh, and ultimately what it does, it makes it behave in such a way so that the insect would spread that fungus to other insects. Uh, so when, when an insect gets infected uh, over time, it starts to behave erratically and it starts to grow like fungal parts out of its body. And I, I seen the video of because it's been known to infect ants, and I seen the video where it uh, at the later stages of that infection, the ant has like mushrooms just growing out of its head, mm. and then at the last stages of that ant's life, it will crawl up to like somewhere high, like up a blade of blade of grass or up a tree, and then it will die there, and then the fungal spores would get picked up by the wind and spread. That's crazy, hey? Spread to yeah. other insects. Like that's mother nature, dude. Like how can that? M- Mush and be programmed like that to do that to them and to program those ants. I know it's like I know. So if I mean if that fungus ever made the jump from insects to humans, but you said it was it's going to spiders now, right? Yeah, since they they are showing pictures of it in spiders, so the spider also gets the growths. In oh the head. really? Yeah, that's crazy. That's just tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor, <laughs> but this type of zombie, um, this kind of origin story falls for zombies was actually the basis for a game um the last of us on playstation have you guys heard of that yeah i haven't but i'm a big zombie game it looks yeah. like a movie that game yeah it's a really good game if you yeah. haven't checked it out yet and you have a playstation i highly recommend it <laughs> uh before right. we move on there's another way but and this one i've seen it in real life it's there's a disease called rabies oh yeah <laughs> and yeah they, they went they went rabid right they go rabid like i've seen dogs with rabies yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's it's a it's a it's a real thing. Like, oh, I know, rabies. I know it's a real yeah. thing, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, the chase you around, the dog like, chase you, yeah. But and that's they, not a zombie thing, though. But that's the the way they operate is the same way a zombie would operate. It's, it's the closest. Yeah, the closest it's not, it's to not like death. Zombies. Death and because because zombies, we 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 find zombies interesting because they're supposed to be dead, but they're still moving. Yeah, you know? I I think the the afterlife thing is not gonna be. Mm. Yeah, it's if not you really get. Rabbit, rabbits as a human in your in you. Yeah. Do you die? Do you, your brain goes crazy as well, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you die. Yeah, you die within I think three months. And something. if you bite someone, that can can it get yeah. transferred as a human? That's how yeah. the that's how the dogs infect you. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they're looking. They, if you've ever seen them, they oh yeah, they they, they run after you. Yeah. So the hypothetical scenario is this: Let's say if we all wake up tomorrow, inside inside our own respective homes. And we, f- we turn on the TV and we see on the morning news that all of Sydney has become overrun by zombies. What do we do? <laughs> so I think the most important question is whether we're going to stay in, your, in our house and just shelter ourselves and then maybe block the outside world or we're going to run towards a place. 
I mean, the thing is, you only have a week's supply of food. So yeah. you, you're only going to stay for one week until you need to go out. Perhaps the zombie will, will start dying by then. Most of them, they were so <laughs> hungry. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a strategy. I think probably if a zombie... Have- Not saying that I would sh- hold out though. I would probably move. <laughs> so probably, why, why are you giving advi- advice one way and then saying... No, no I'm, I'm just saying... <laughs> no, no, I'm not go- giving advice. If you listen to what I just said, I said you can shelter yourself or move. All right, so, so what would you do, Kevin? You would... I would, would go... Move? I would move. I would go to an island <laughs> where, <laughs> where, where zombies would have to swim. <laughs> Which I'm assuming zombies can't swim. Until you get the swimmer zombies, bro. <laughs> Until you get swimmers, man. <laughs> See Michael Post leading the pack, mate. But here's the thing, though. Good luck doing that because I'm sure other people would be thinking of the same thing. Yeah, and then that's... you finding a boat and you you have to A, you know, you have to A, navigate to like a, a pier or somewhere safely. Yeah. Right. And then there'll be other people that have the same idea of doing that as well. Mm-hmm. And then you'd also need to find someone or be able to drive a boat yourself. Well, probably I'll partner up with someone who owns a boat. Say that I'm very useful in <laughs> in, in parkour, <laughs> jumping up the boat. But yeah, what what would you guys do in that scenario? I have a Woolies three minutes away from me, so um, probably try to go there. Three minutes drive because that's like twenty minutes walk. Two minutes drive. I'm assuming I still have my car. Outside I think house. I think the thing with that is it's always there's always going to be a big traffic that you can't really drive a car. You can probably like ride a bike or something because if there's chaos, everybody will be driving and the the roads will be all blocked. Yeah. I'll, I'll also I was doing a bit of research on this as well, and a lot of people say it's not a good idea to like as soon as a zombie apocalypse happened to hike it to a supermarket because a lot of people will be doing the same, the same thing. Yeah, 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 and then. I think in a scenario where it's like a life or death scenario and people are fighting for the same resources, it's mm. gonna get it would get ugly. Mm. Let's say. Yeah. I guess if that's the case, I would probably stay in my place as much as I could. I do, I do have a basement under my house. I would just probably hide there and make weapons. What about food and water? I I probably have a good supply up to like if I portion it at this moment. In my fridge, my house, assuming there's electricity as well, I can probably stretch it up to three months or two months. Really? How yeah. much water do you have in your house? <laughs> water? Yeah. Oh, assuming there's still tap water running around. All right. Assuming that there's no tap water though. Then I'm dead in a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you can't assume that there's going to be water. Yeah. Yeah. Think. You can't assume that. If, you, can. I mean, you can. You can. You can. Because will... you're going to have water until like one month. Yeah. It fails. True. The whole system will fail. After. All right, let's say that. It's True, but eventually the system will fail, and then you will have to go out and get your own water. Then I'll start planning how to supply my own water when there's rain. Start filling filling that up. But yeah, I think I'll probably stay as much as I can, and then assuming that I stay underground when I cannot make a lot of noise, the zombie should start going to places where there are noise. I would then go to other people's houses and get their supplies because I'm assuming they would run away. Because assuming that. They are thinking that the supermarket, the sea, the island are the best place to go. Then my area should be a bit empty. And probably that's, yeah, that, that, that's probably better than finding a supermarket. You just loot someone in someone else's home. Yeah, that's a good strategy. So I think it's safe to say that 
probably if a zombie apocalypse ever happened, the very first initial stages, it might be safest for you to just bunker down wherever you're living at the moment and try to wait it out. But eventually when you do that, you're going to run out of resources and you're going to have to go out into the real world. So you're going to have to leave your house. Yeah, so I, I think you haven't considered that you, you'll need heat. Everything that you need to survive is going to attract attention. Mm. Even in your basement, you're going to need heat. Just get uh, some blankets. blankets. <laughs> <laughs> no, to cook cook stuff. To that's mm. true. Yeah, mm. you, you're so, gonna need like whatever you do. You're gonna attract. Will I still have electricity for that first couple no. of days? I think in I think power plants. Power if plants. They're, if they're not run by someone, fail. yeah. I, I think if they're not run by someone, because I, I remember seeing like a documentary. It's not a real. It's a real thing. Um, Australians like the grid operators. They they work almost twenty four seven, because if you don't, if you if you just let it go for like a couple of minutes without being managed, there will be all sorts of complications. He he's a he's an electric electrical engineer. He can. Yeah, we'll talk more What's about your it. on this. No, yeah, you need someone to be running to balance the power, to balance the demand. Wow! Mm. So then, there's nobody there. If no one is yeah. there, how long will this electricity last? Or it depends. It depends on how how good the system is. Yeah, but it's place. not that resistant to change. Mm. So let's say in a few days, you'd run up the electricity grid would just die because no one's looking after it. Damn! I might do it. The kingdom star puts a lot of stakes around my house, mate. <laughs> My next question for you guys is when eventually you do have to leave your house, what supplies or what would you pack with you to make sure that you're ready to to survive whatever's out there in the world when you head out? Non-perishable food, that's number one, a torch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, a petrol. Swiss knife. Yeah. Petrol. <laughs> you stock up on petrol. Yeah. There was actually a time my partner, um, family when they were really young, when the, I think it was the 2000s. Right, because they are not, they were immigrants, so they not, they, their English is not that great. So they, you know, did not, they did not really understand this 2000, of, you know, they believed that everything will just shut down and everything, right? Uh-huh. For the, what's the, the 2K event, right? The 2000, what's the, the, what's the name of the K bug? Millennium. Yeah. And they actually bought stocks of tuna for themselves just in case it happened. Uh, they actually oh, why, prepared. Why tuna though? I mean, tuna or whatever, non perishable, yeah, and cheap as well. That's full of mercury, so if you spend a few days or weeks <laughs> eating that, you have another problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think with a zombie apocalypse, you have more problems than mercury, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't die from zombie. You don't die from the zombie invasion. You just die from mercury. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a what better a, way to die. Way to go. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, but I will bring an, um something, some form of weapon to. Okay, cool. I'm glad you brought that up. What? would be the ideal weapon for you guys. All right, let's say you could take out a zombie by going after their spine or... The brain. Head. Yeah. Oh, mate, a katana if I have one. <laughs> Do you have a katana at home? I have a fake one from Paddy's Market. <laughs> 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 it won't slice anything, but, but we could stop uh, something. I don't, I don't think that would work. <laughs> the, 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 the swords thing, the swords, it's actually not like... It's very hard to slash through a zombie like chop it in half because you will have to hack it like you have to like slice it like 20 times until it's like split into two here's what's gonna happen <laughs> you're probably gonna die within like two seconds because <laughs> you yeah, you're fighting we say this is gonna be runners uh-huh they have a supernatural speed 
but then they don't have thinking capability, so you can like maneuver around. <laughs> well, that's your imagination, but like out, out of you all of us, out, out of the four of us, you will die first. I watched fruit, I've done fruit, fruit Ninja when I was young in my phone. Wait. <laughs> yeah, you're ready. <laughs> I'm ready for the slices, bro. <laughs> now, but realistically, what I will do is um, I'll try to grab the longest stick I have at home. Yeah. Put a foot, put, put, put a knife there. So yeah. then I just plack, 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 plack. So you'd attach a knife to the end of a stick. That's probably. But, but here's, no, but here's the thing though. Historically speaking, humans have always been the weakest animal. The best survival strategy for a human is not fighting. We just run. Yeah. yeah. You, you avoid well, fighting as much well, as Well, assuming that you will yeah. fight, yeah. what would you use? If you're fighting, I think you're going to be fighting other humans. Yeah, if it does come to that. But if you're fighting zombie, you're going to get infected. I think the best weapon to have when you're in a zombie apocalypse, and this is also assuming that you can't find a gun lying around because this is Australia. This is Australia. You don't, <laughs> exactly. you don't just find guns in supermarkets. <laughs> exactly. So the best weapon, I think, would be like a really heavy bat. blunt object. Oh, like if you had a bat or an axe or something, like something that can do real traumatic damage if you're... When you bash a zombie's head in, I think that's probably the best weapon. <laughs> a rolling pin? <laughs> a rolling pin, maybe. Not as good as an axe. My strategy will probably be just to avoid conflict as much as I mean, as that's possible. the idea, right? And then avoid. go to the mountains. Mountains? Where, where there's ice and stuff. And get them frozen. Oh, but like, that's yeah. like the most common but strategy. Go into Threadbow. Where, where would you find icy mountains in Australia? <laughs> Threadbow, bro. Going to Threadbow is going to be very hard, though, because everyone will be thinking the same way. And, and then... it's also so far as well. So here's the thing. like We, we live in Sydney right now. Threadbow is a good three to 400 kilometers away. Yeah. Yeah. How many and hours is that? It's three, about three four, hours. It's about three, four hours driving, but... but I'm assuming that if a zombie apocalypse did happen, the roads would be in chaos. You would not find clear open roads for you to drive. But you would have to walk uphill for a long time. You're, assuming you, you won't to, encounter a You would have to walk for a very long time. You need those yeah. massive bulldozer trucks with massive wheels so you can just start running on cars. No, nah, that doesn't work. You can't, <laughs> like that. you can't drive on that. You'll probably like move it a little, but then Damn. after a while, you just get stuck. Yeah, your car will get stuck. That's uh, that, that would be a problem given where they've probably threadbows are realistic. Coming back to supply, <laughs> I think we will all die, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking into what would what you ideally would pack uh, with yourself if you had to travel outside, and some common things that I think you would pack would be like goggles to or protective eyewear so that zombie blood doesn't splash into your eyes and infect you accidentally um also yeah like a knife or an axe or a bat as weapons and a torch yeah a compass so you know where you're going binoculars i think binoculars actually is a really good idea because you can use that to scan really far away to see if there are any hostile humans or zombies but i don't know anyone who owns a pair of binoculars do what? you have a pair of binoculars no but if i could like, find, where, where do, if i could find them? one where do they sell binoculars? Kathmandu should sell one. Yeah, yeah, Kathmandu. Yeah, like any outdoor stores, like Anaconda. Mm. Shout out to those two stores if yes. you want to sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> we want to survive the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Anything would do. <laughs> so yeah, a pair of binoculars would be a really good idea, and then you're gonna make sure you have a first aid kit as well. 
just in case you get into any accidents. Uh, wipes. Wipes. Like wet wipes. Ah, uh, yeah. They clean yourself. Mm. They say water purifier as well is a good one. Oh, yeah. And they, they, I was watching a video and they were telling to make a manual one, you need to have um, the first layer will be rock, then sand, charcoal, ah. sand, and then rock. And then that's like a water filter for you. I think another good item to have is like waterproof boots as well. Oh, yeah. Durable. Like be even good. better if it's steel cap boots. Good for kicking if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> the, the people sell that. Yeah. For, 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 for tradies. Yeah. What okay. else? Now let's move on to like resource gathering. So the scenario now is you've run out of food, run out of water in your house. And you need to go outside to find new supplies so that you can survive. What do you guys do? Look, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping a little that people have read the advice not to go to shopping centers. And I would just go there. <laughs> because you've, you're, hoping enough people, <laughs> you're hoping enough people avoid shopping centers. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that will happen. So I think um, I, would, I would probably um, team up with my neighbors who are locksmiths. And then so we break into people's apartments and then take their food. I don't think you need See, a locksmith. Here's the thing though. In a zombie apocalypse, how trustworthy would you find other people? Oh, oh, you have I think to, you have, have to be. To. I think everyone. I mean, not everyone, but like most people who understands the importance of you know teaming up just for survival. They like they they don't have to like me, but yeah. if I can be useful to them and they can be useful to me, t- so we can survive. Oh, but here's the thing, Simon. So during when I was doing the research, because I had the same idea. Like, yeah, you go somewhere by yourself and you try to survive like bear grooves, but they were saying like. They, they, because they're so far removed from like 200 years ago when people are self-sustaining, right now you need people to survive mm. and you're going to need a lot of people. I think yeah. one thing that they pointed out as well is that you want to be able to sleep and if you are always in danger, you won't yeah. be able to get rest and it affects your judgment as well. Here's the, here's the, the best group that I can come up with. You, you, you guys can probably add on to it because this is just very short, short research. People who are re- resourceful with direction, people who are resourceful with radio or electricity stuff, medic and locksmith. That's what, that will be my team. So none of the people in this room. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Oh, I'll probably take you for the, for the, electric, the electrical stuff. That, that's yeah, if you, that sounds like a dream team if you if you can find those kind of people but come Smith. together as a group. Here's a, yeah, is is very important. You can just. But here's an interesting idea that I came across. They were saying like one of the best places to go is to a library, because in library, you hit them with books. Yeah, no one will <laughs> you think make of, them study. No, no one will think of going <laughs> to the library. And secondly, all those skills you can uh-huh. read mm. about. Man. <laughs> You don't have time to be reading how to oh, pick a lock. I think you will have the time in your world <laughs> yeah. to learn everything. Yeah, you're going to need to start learning to be useful to the group. Otherwise, like, what are you going to bring to that group of locksmiths and... You want to start Once we finish the zombie apocalypse, we will make you all rich. <laughs> I, have yeah. fi- I have some fish cake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But look, we'll have to make our people to buy things for us first, so we'll have to breed first. Yeah, I think having a locksmith, if you could learn the skills of a locksmith, that would be really useful because mm. when you, because I think we kind of touched on this before, but if you're looking for supplies, you probably want to avoid going to supermarkets and you probably want to raid other people's houses. Mm. 
But the thing is that most people's homes will be locked. And if you just try to knock down their doors, you'd be making a lot of noise and you might and potentially you attract it. zombies. Like it's not, it's not possible. Like doors nowadays, they don't... Oh, you could, but down. it would take a lot of noise. But the only problem oh, like, with, with a lot of what? Effort. With what though? Like are you going to kick it? Body slam. I don't yeah. You body slam. You, it won't work. You reckon? Try body, sli- try, try body slamming with your, your heavy body. I'll, right. I'll pay for the repairs. Oh. All right. Oh, okay. So after this podcast, <laughs> we're all going to try to do our best to knock down Kevin's door. <laughs> try it. Try it. <laughs> uh, before, before we go on a tangent, this thing with the locksmith and going to other people's houses also is not going to work just because... Why not? You're saying, okay, you, you're assuming that everybody's going to be accumulating weapons and they're already like in high alert. Oh, yeah. So as long as soon as you go in, whoever's inside the house... Is gonna. Well, yeah, you obviously you knock first. You gotta make sure that no. there's no one inside. And or you knock first. Here's inside. the thing. This is this is. I imagine that this will be a scenario where it will probably be maybe a couple or a few weeks into the zombie apocalypse, and people have, like, started you know, going out outside to search for resources and stuff like that. So there won't be a lot of people at home. So you're gonna take their stuff. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a survival scenario. Yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Ask for permission? No, no. no. <laughs> Leave a note. I sorry, like, I took so your money. If, if, yeah, like you mentioned this as well. But if you were if you were trying to be self sustaining, if you don't if you don't know what 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 is safe to eat and what not to eat, you'll die from poisoning before you die from zombies. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, you're assuming that this couple is gonna have is gonna go to work or something. What are they gonna they're gonna be at home? Most no, of no, the time. No, no, no. Yeah, you, no, 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 you, or you just look, go look, to an old person housing. <laughs> oh, nursing homes, bro. No, Robert, look, yeah. here's the thing. It's a zombie apocalypse. There's going to be a lot of people who have turned into zombies. Those people won't be at home. <laughs> 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 <got their zombies>. <laughs> <laughs> True. But all the, all the good food is going to be gone anyway because people Maybe. are going to resort okay, to looting. Take, take but the good thing about Australia is that it's all apartments now. There's so many rooms that you can look in one building. But then you, by doing that, you increase the risk of either getting beaten up or encountering a zombie. But, that's but you're, 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 look, here, your options are largely loot apartments or like loot supermarkets and restaurants and stuff like that. I think arguably it's more dangerous to, to try to loot supermarkets and restaurants and stuff because more people would be thinking, let's, you know, let's do that. But there are so many houses and, and apartments that the chances are less likely that you'd run into someone. Mm-hmm. So the when zombie just it. became a zombie and decided to go far away from the house that he became a zombie in? No, no, no. no. They, they'll still be there, but then... We'll... They'll, they'll be roaming around, but it's your job to like try to navigate past them and get to, get into a building to loot. And then you, you, you're saying that you're not going to make enough noise in a place where people have become zombies... If you had locksmith skills and you could pick a lock, then yeah, you won't be making much noise. And then just before they start screaming or making a noise, then you stab them in the, in between the eyes. <laughs> between the eyes, bro. Because <laughs> them zombies can see. That's <laughs> so graphic. I, I, I'm, I, I'm honestly not liking the survival. <laughs> okay. All right. What, what would you do in I, this scenario, Robert? I would try to find a farm because yeah. I know farms are the most self-sustaining because farms have a source of water. Most uh-huh. of the farms in Australia have a dam and they yeah. have food mm. and they have animals as well. Mm. Well, are you going to eat corn every day? Oh, you can, they have like chickens and... Maybe an apple farm, farm. Yeah. would be easy. They do say go to a rural 
area as well. Yeah, it's much quieter. Yeah, I, I guess if it's a, if it's a farm, it's, it's it's really good. But then would, again, getting there is quite far. Yeah, I would say that's more of a long term strategy, like getting to a farm. Like in the initial stages, when you've ran out of supplies in your apartment <laughs> and you need to start looking for more food and stuff, I would say that you'll probably your first idea would be to hit like a supermarket or hit up mm-hmm. other apartments mm-hmm. rather than beeline straight to a farm. <laughs> time to go to a farm. <laughs> you know no, what but, I mean? No, but that's the best time to go to a farm because by the time we ran out of food, the gridlock would have been gone. Right? There's what no what gridlock? Grid you mean on the jam. Mean traffic? Yeah. Well, well, no, there would still be a People will be abandoning their vehicles Haven't you in watched, the middle like, of the road. Movies? <laughs> There's always a gridlock. <laughs> the, tr- the traffic is gone, bro. Yeah, it's, it's not like... Yeah, sometimes people just abandon their cars and just run away. That's how it, it became a gridlock, not because people are going in to the same place at the same time. Yeah, people don't come back for their it, cars and they're like, oh, let's, let's clean up this gridlock. <laughs> Forgot my BMW. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, you have to walk there maybe if you... If you if yeah, you, you have to go up to... You up to a farm, car, right? The petrol, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. Okay. Imagine this, right? Uh, in a few, a few weeks into apocalypse, I think it'll be safe to say that there would be no more electricity, right? A lot of people these days, to, to get to a farm, you need to know where one is and know how to navigate to one. But a lot of people these days, they don't. The way, the main way that they navigate is that they, is that they use their GPS on their phone or on a tablet or something. So after a few weeks into a zombie apocalypse, people won't be able to use their phones to go somewhere because they just they won't have anywhere to charge their phones. So you would need to find a map. Time to go to an Apple store, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there are like steps in between that you'd need to fulfill first before you go to a farm. I would say we, we're lucky in Australia that our farm, farm areas are fairly developed as well. So if you manage to walk to a farm area, you still find cars and stuff mm-hmm. and technology. Uh, before we move on, I just realized I can actually fly. Oh what yeah, you, you do have a light. You do, you do know practice like fly. nine yeah. times something. You know how to fly. Yeah, I know how to fly. But won't the pilots and everyone be? You can fly. Yeah, oh, I can just go to an empty base, come come in or something, pick up a plane from there. Yeah, but then won't won't the other people who knows how to fly would? Bro, I knew. So I, I didn't even think of that. I just <laughs> thought of it now. Okay, yeah. but yeah, you would have to fight other pilots. <laughs> It's yeah. an option. That's it's an option. It's when an option. did you learn then, to fly? But wait, 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 wait. If 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 you were to fly, where would you fly? You know, there's. Uh, I would pri- say islands are the best bet. Isn't there this uh, ex prison place that is in an island close to what? <laughs> in San Francisco, yeah. No, no, no. In like, Australia. In Australia, are you right? talking about it? Oh, are you that's talking Christmas about Island Center? That's Christmas Cockatoo? Island, and then and that's it's a Christmas so far. Island. Yeah, it's it's the it's, it's a, a detention center, not a prison. No, Cockatoo Island used to be. Is it Cockatoo used to be a prison? No, no, no. It's it's a shipyard now. There's nothing. No, there. before before yeah, used, to it be. used to be, but this is so close to the city. But you're then, gonna be. You, 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 everyone's gonna be going to Cockatoo Island. Bro. It's it's, it's an island that has nothing. There's no food there. There's yeah. no, nothing. It's not a good island at all. Yeah. 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 So the trees can, are gone. I can fly to a farm or something, bro. You right. see, why, why why not a farm and then just pick apples or something? Yeah, I mean, not, sorry, not a farm, apples? but an island, an island. <laughs> the 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 problem with an island is then you need navigation. Well, well, true. Maybe if you just point your compass, you know, to a certain way, you'll get lucky. Finally, you would you would have navigational equipment on a plane if you if you ever found one. Right? It doesn't help, bro. <laughs> it doesn't help. Yeah, you just, just think, you know, you, you need to fly southeast or something. I don't know how to fly with instruments as well. Uh. <laughs> I just know how to fly visually. 
Okay, say 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 um you, you laugh happen now, Brian. That's still better yeah. than us. <laughs> <laughs> Probably diapers. <laughs> say say you happen to know how to how to fly as far a direction, then would you where would you go? Yeah, I would just go to a farm where there's a lot really, of Really you cows. really love farms, hey? Look, a farm is a good strategy. Because I, I know because I grew up in a farm as well. I know it's So what, you're gonna die where you're familiar? I was gonna die there if I hadn't come here, so <laughs> it wouldn't change my life that much. Because <laughs> if in an island, if even if a zombie spotted you and it can sort of reasonably like swim a little bit, it will drown. Like eventually, it will drown because because it's too stupid to climb up or to navigate, or maybe the sharks would would get them. But but then if you go to an empty island, you have to build everything as well. And then your next opponent is the wildlife. Oh, maybe maybe not like an empty one, but like you know, someone with a house there, lighthouse, like, like Grace's Island. Island would be a very ideal thing, but I feel like a lot of people would want to go to an island as well. And yeah. also, you you. But there's need, like that, lots of islands. You but you'd need to know where to go. You ain't flying well. to Treadbow, mate. Yeah. You ain't flying to Treadbow. Ah, uh, you can, but you probably the mountains will kill you, bro. <laughs> Like where do I land? <laughs> the peak of the mountain. But yeah, you, with the small planes, you can land anywhere. Ah. Anywhere the ground is flat, you can land. Easy. Mm. Are you yeah. talking about like a plane or a helicopter? A plane, like the small Cessna's one. How do you land? Uh, you're supposed to have like a like a long like strip of you know like landing. Yeah. So right. the, the the farmers usually some farmers usually have their own. Plane oh, so as you well. just kind of like yeah. landing pad. You just need this, have a, a really long. Fairly uh, smooth ground, and you land. Talking about <laughs> talking about planes. Yeah. Apart apart from Robert, none of us here can actually fly a plane. So I want to ask you guys, what would you like? What would your preferred? What do you think would be the ideal kind of mode of transport for if you're stuck in a zombie apocalypse? Like, would you drive a car? No, or not a motorbike. A Probably a motorbike, or if I have to, a bike. The motorbike gives you like. No protection at all. Well, you just have to drive quite quite carefully. Like, I don't think zombies can catch up with you in like 20, 30 kil- kilometers per hour. You just have to like not hit anyone or hit, I mean hit something. Car. Yeah. Here's what I've been thinking about. If you drive a car or a motorbike, you'd be making a lot of noise. And... You'd be not only alerting other zombies to yourself, but you'd be alerting other people as well. But then that would attract attention to you. But then wouldn't like I'm not talking about the people bit. Say oh say say the the people can't catch up to you because they don't have a bike either. Like they they don't have a transportation. But the zombies, if they hear you, and then you're fast enough, you're gonna be gone, and then they'll be like they'll be lost midway. Actually, <laughs> there's one thing that we haven't talked about that they were saying. The dogs. I don't know if it applies here. M- normally, military bases. Yeah, military bases. Usually yeah. have other places where you can go during uh, emergencies. Yeah. yeah. Huh? yeah? Would have what? So the government usually, with the military, usually has places designated for emergency. Yep. In case uh-huh. something happens. Well, what's that place for? For emergency to house people. Oh, like refugee, yeah, like, like there are army bases yeah. that will turn into like emergency centers. Yeah, yeah. shelters, kind of shelters. Like. Yeah, if something was to ever happen. Actually, now that you mentioned that, we, we do. How how do he not base. talk about that? The <laughs> government would probably have something. Yeah, for sure, yeah. something to protect instead of emergency. So you 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 live next to a base? Not next to one, but I live, uh, I live like down one suburb 
one suburb away from a military base or yeah. barracks. A barracks, yeah. And so I think that might, for me, that might be the best strategy because it's very, it's a walkable distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if the military was still around, then yeah, that would be the best place to go. Yeah, and they have weapons, and they have those ready to eat meals as well. But I, I get, I don't, I don't think Australia is as prepared as America would be. What I, you think Americans are prepared? Oh yeah, they because, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, because they had the the nuclear emergency in the 1970s, right? The so Cuban they nuke yeah. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're gonna get nuked by Russia. So they had all this preparation thing. They had oh all, yeah. yeah. Oh oh no. I mean, like if if they were really a zombie, are you saying that they will just nuke the cities with the no, most zombies? No, no. I'm just saying that they have a more. Far more advanced and we're yeah. well prepared They're compared well, to us for yeah. an emergency. Whereas yeah. we've never had something like that, so yeah. we don't even know that there's a <laughs> we have it or not. Yeah, it's probably like a good idea to check it out. If and you probably go to the hidden basement full of surf surf boards, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so the nuclear stuff doesn't really help. Except for fallout. No, no, no we're, we're saying that like the infrastructure, they have, yeah, infrastructure, infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. underground bunk- bunkers and stuff like that. Yeah, in America okay. that people can go to, which. I don't know. I've never heard of people having an underground bunker in Australia. Yeah, and these, but then uh, they still have to stock up. They still have to. Yeah, you have to stock up, but you'd have a pl- a safe place to stay in. Mm. That would be hard to get into as well. Mm. Speaking uh, of military, well, yeah. uh, how is it hard? If 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 they found the entrance, then they can just block the entrance. You can't get go out, and then you're trapped. But the entrance would, you know, be ideally hidden <laughs> in some way. Well, yeah, but like if they if they follow you, or, or there's like a douchebag that just trailed you, and then. You know, catches you off guard with the, the second you go get out. Like it's a very confined space as well. It's not sustainable for the long term. For yeah. the for the first few weeks, it would be because because yeah. bunkers I, are are not meant to be zombie. You know, for zombies, but like if it's for nuclear, then you would wait for the radiation to clear out. I think a bunker would work really well in a zombie apocalypse because it will have food, yeah, weapons, like some whole like like. Yeah. Whole facility. Oh yeah, well maybe you can survive for a couple of months if you have a lot yeah. of supplies. And weapons as well. But you can't stay there indefinitely, you're right. You'd have to eventually leave that bunker and mm. go and search for resources again. And that's if the army actually maintains the structure. Oh, that's and there much. was a question as well. Night or day? I think that's that's like that should be just day. You shouldn't be doing anything at night. No, I, you I get, actually no, guess? I think the best I think the best chance for you is to travel by night. Really? Why? No, man. Why would you do that? that that's crazy, man. Because like you, you people, can't spot because people can't see you. But then you can't see people and you can see zombies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't see zombies. But zombies that's have a, that's like, can thing. hear you easily, bro. Yeah. No, no. The look when they hear a sound. Look, you would still you would still have some form of light, like from the moon, for example. And but then you'd be and you'd be avoiding. But the moon would be that Simon's definitely dying. The moon would be a very unreliable thing. And how bright do you think the moon is, bro? Yeah, (laughs) I think no. I think it'll be the safest because people yeah won't be able to see you. Like imagine if you were walking in a suburb where the streetlight doesn't work. You're blind already. Doesn't care. Doesn't matter. You can still see, but you won't see. see. They cannot see you, but you cannot see them as well. So it's super dark, man. Like there's, f- there are no buildings that you know, like those casinos and stuff. You, there's no light at all from that. It's just the moon. It's very dark. Well, I think for one, it will make it easier for you to hide if you run into zombies. 
Well, at night. But they right? can hear you, bro. No, they, mate, I don't know. You're going to get outnumbered no. straight away. Yeah, and you might, you know, stumble into something yeah, where there are zombies. Yeah. No, you can still, even even in the dark of night, if something was five meters away from you, you'd still see it. Oh, that's right? what you think, mate. Well, but First, you're <laughs> so focused on your, your destination. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. I, I'm just saying, I think it'd be better for you Yo, to travel at night. If we all nah. stay in this place and then we the zombie apocalypse, man, you're moving by yourself at, at night time. That is crazy, <laughs> we'll see you in the morning. <laughs> crazy. Not only that, you're fighting against your natural body rhythms as well. Yeah, you'll be tired. You'll yeah. have delusion. Be. That's true, but you know, hallucinations. Shift, shift workers do it all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not trained work, exactly to do that. <laughs> and they're not under stress, constant stress. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different stress but they're not under like life or death situation <laughs> if Simon go become man goes at night we just see him in the morning just like five meters away he's a zombie, <laughs> he's a zombie there. yeah and navigate there's so many problems with traveling uh, navigation like you have to be an extremely good navigator to be able to travel at night and yeah the hidden attacks you know like, and yeah. if you're gonna be using you know torches as well zombies will be like oh what's that light <laughs> <laughs> And then animals as well. Yeah. Like most snake bites happen at night because you can't see. And what you, if don't, the, you don't hear it coming. What if the dogs are barking as well? I'm like, oh, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> dead, bro. <laughs> In terms of concluding, I don't think we have any chance of surviving a zombie apocalypse. Well, maybe who, okay, who right, will survive let me, let me, the longest. Let me ask you. I'll be joining Let me, let me ask mate. you guys this question before we wrap up. Yeah. Out of the four of us here, who do we think? It's gonna die first, Brian. Why are you gonna put that question, bro? I think this is unanimous. You're, you're, <laughs> you think Brian as well? Yeah. <laughs> Even if you have perfectly functioning foot, <laughs> you run the you run the slowest. Yeah. Slowest. Yeah. Brian gets an infection just for not eating for two days. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> the infection list. will kill him first, bro. <laughs> And it won't be the zombie infection either. <laughs> it's just... It'll be like, what the flu? <laughs> Bastard. The zombie will just come down. Nah, we don't want him. <laughs> He'll die in two days anyway. <laughs> we'll come uh, back for him later. <laughs> actually, he might survive for the longest because the zombies don't want him. Nah. nah. <laughs> He'll infect us with whatever he's got. <laughs> <laughs> the zombie starts limping every time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then... The opposite question. Who do we think would survive the longest in a zombie apocalypse? I think by genetics, bro. <laughs> by uh, genetics? I think yeah. Kevin. <laughs> you think Kevin? Because he, he's living on all this uh, restricted calorie diet anyway. Yeah, that's like on, on food, I can probably like, you know, well, I can probably uh, survive the longest. But my concern is... What do you mean on food? I think if we were all forced to, we'd all learn to survive with whatever diet yeah, we found yeah, ourselves yeah. in. So if you, Robert, if you found yourself... Having to fall back onto one meal a day or even less, then your body will be forced. You learn to yeah. adapt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, true. I think I think it's not like the, like food related. It's, it will be for me direction. Like I will be very lost. I will feel very lost. And then skills. Like I don't know how to operate a radio or anything like that. For long term survival, I think it feels weird me saying this, but I think I would have the best chance. Okay. If, uh, if I can survive the first few weeks, I'll, I'll I think survive. me too. Like I, I think okay. So so Brian would die because you know the he's infection. Just, yeah. 
<laughs> and then the, the next the next couple of day, um, we heard that um, Simon died because he he traveled at night. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 Kevin or I would die next after Brian. It would just be a flip. You of guys point. think I'm really going to die first? I Look, so, yeah, I'm not definitely. going out at night, so I'm good for a couple more days. <laughs> but I think the person that would survive the longest, I agree, would probably be Robert. Yeah, I think so because he's probably got the most essential skills to survive an apocalypse. Yeah, because I, I lived in a farm as well, so I know how to farm animals and know how. Do you know? Fire. Do you know how to start a fire? There's so many matchboxes. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah gaslighter. Yeah, this gaslighter. I don't true. know why the survival skills do that thing. It's like that's if you have nothing. If you have nothing else, learning how to start a fire from uh, start a fire from scratch would be pretty good. But can, can you? Is it real if you just put a magnifying glass on like some, you know, flammable? You could. Probably take you ages. Yeah, yeah, we tried when we were kids. It didn't work properly. I think it can work, but anyway. only in the right conditions. It's gonna be you gotta have you gotta have a lot of sun for the magnifying glass to work, and you gotta have. I think Australia's got plenty. Australia, Australia's got plenty. I reckon, like sun, SPF fifty. I think yeah, for the long term, I will be able, I will be okay. But short term, I don't know. Short term, I think I think long term, everyone's gonna die un- unless someone finds a cure. No, but if if you're isolated somewhere and you have your animals, I think you can survive. Yeah, yeah, but then once your animal runs out, or maybe you don't know how to regrow that, trees. You'll be, I mean, you'll learn agriculture, obviously, as you, if you stay in a farm. You well, learn how to plant, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'd, that. It's yeah you wouldn't only have the, the farm animals. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have plants and vegetables to grow as well. You'd have layer, healthy land, yeah. And you, you know how to cure your animals from diseases. It's easy stuff. But he, he, this is what I reckon. Brian will definitely die first. <laughs> but in terms of... We can't... Okay, guys, we can't stress that point enough. <laughs> yeah. Brian will definitely die first. <laughs> but in terms of who comes next, I don't think it's that... It's going to be one of... Either one of three. It's luck. Yeah. I think, so, yeah. Robert, you might There's have a There's no luck edge. in me, bro. <laughs> I think you've got to pass the physics test before you go, you go into the luck phase. Yeah. So, I think... Yeah, Watch your boys. Between the three of us, it's luck. Whatever you find it yourself, yeah. yeah. I think I think people who can, who, if we can team up as well with with people around us, they could like prolong, yeah, the, the you know our lifespan. <laughs> but yeah, much boys, I'm gonna build an empire with zombie apocalypse happening, <laughs> and you'll be wanting to go to that game because oh, he'll be the boomer he's, guy. He's, he's gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna, gonna be, be the, the, the exploding. <laughs> one. He's gonna be the exploding one. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Actually, yeah. <laughs> You will build an empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just an empire zombie. I will remember your names if I become a zombie. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of concluding this episode... Oh, I still have a quiz. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But it's, uh, it's in terms of concluding the talk, I think all of us can see how hard it is to survive and uh, probably the chance yeah, of survival. Yeah, and how easy it is for Brian to die. Uh, and yeah, that's <laughs> out of question. Yeah, <laughs> Got to stress that one more time. <laughs> And I think as well, it also became quite clear in this podcast that there are a lot of different opinions and a lot of different ways. But definitely going at night is not a good choice, guys. I still so. think it's a good idea. Man, like, uh, it's a good idea. Especially with your eye vision, bro. Night. Once you drop your glass or your contacts, you're gone, bro. <laughs> okay, okay, let, let me ask you a question. You've seen Bear Grylls, right? Uh-huh. How many times in this show does he travel by night? But he, for, for Bear Grylls, 
he he's like in a he's always in the wilderness, right? So either either in like a forest or like a jungle or something. But if you're in a suburban area where it's relatively flat ground, you're unlikely to encounter snakes or other animals for one. But you'll encounter yeah, zombies, yeah. bro. If you encounter like the running ones, then you have to outrun them, you know, with limited, uh, limited, uh, you know. But if you're out at night, then the runners are less likely to see you, right? But when they hear you, bro, they're not. You think you're the silent you don't man? Don't be silent. Oh, then you don't be loud. What are man. you doing? Nah, just stomping I still, outside? I still, I still think. Everything will echo, <laughs> man. Being chased and like running is different. Like it's easier to chase someone. If you if you just stumble on something, then you have you seen dead. a room that is completely silent? A single step will be heard. But that will be the same thing during the day, though, right? But at least you have you have clear vision. You you have against your opponents. You have more of a disadvantage by doing it at night. I think. Yeah, you, and I, also someone carries more at night. So it should be out of the question then. So I asked Brian, you would go next. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so it's a toss up between me and you, Kevin. This is me and Rob. Yeah. They, they, they gave you a chance to survive, Simon. <laughs> All right, whatever. Whoever's lucky. <laughs> this is this is one is death by you know by physic physical <laughs> capability. Watch, boys. One will be death by decision. <laughs> By stubbornness <laughs> to travel at night. Okay, whatever, guys, whatever. It's like zombies that think it can be done. Ah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think the crawlers whatever. will be the one attacking you. Hey, have you have you ever been like in a farm or something like at night? Like you ever lived in a place where there's no electricity at night? Yeah, in China. Yeah. Man. In China. How how safe did you feel? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just asking you a question in terms of like. Most of the but there's a reason why most of the bad stuff happens at night. All right, all right. maybe you guys have a point. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to save your life here, Simon. Yeah, we're trying to get you in. We're, we're trying to keep the group at three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe you guys. I have get a my point robotic feet someday. Traveling at night, it's not the safest thing to do. There you go now. You better pay us by learning how to operate a radio. Okay. Okay. Here. All right, here's how we can really determine who has the most, who who most has the chance of surviving. All right, all right. So before we wrap up this podcast, I've I have a survival quiz for the three of you. Okay, and I think the person who can get who gets the most questions right is probably I would safe would be safe to say that they're most likely to survive. Mm. So th- these questions here I found I found through uh, how stuff works. Oh yeah, podcast. So shout out to them. All right, so I have a list of survival questions here, and let's see how you guys go. So this is all multiple choice. Uh, each question only has three answer options, so we're guaranteed to always have, well, hopefully, have one person answer the right answer. Sorry, wh- how many questions? Uh, I've got ten, but we'll see how we go. Okay. So we, you're allowed to, you're, we're allowed to have multiple people answering the same answer. So if you know two of yeah. you or three of you. Guess sure. the right answer, then that's fine. I want to read you the question, read the answers. You guys write it down. All right. And then I'll reveal the answer. And then I want to trust you guys. You're going to be honest and you're not going to change. No, it. We, we're going no, to show we, you the answer. I'm going to show you. You're just going to be like this. Yeah. Yep. And you'll be like, yep, the answer is the quest. The winner is Robert. And Brian. once we show you, then we say what well, answer we've said. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Simple enough. Yep. All right. Cool. Let's go. <clears throat> so we've got 10 survival questions here. The person with the most points after this. Will I think be the most 
We'll, we'll be the person who will most likely survive a zombie apocalypse. All right, guys? You ready? All right. Okay, first question. This is probably an easy one. What's the single most important thing you need to survive the wild? A, food. B, water. C, warmth. I'll say, oh, so I said water. Womp. All right. So the correct answer, actually, the most important thing that you need to survive in the wild is water. Really? How did you guys? So you? Because I felt both like Kevin was... and Brian both picked warm. Because <laughs> okay, I, I, I felt like both of y'all are gonna die, and only Robert's gonna survive. <laughs> it's like no, I don't need water. I just need warm. No, I mean like that, that water is just important overall. Like you can yeah, find that everywhere. Water as well. is the most important thing you need to survive. Yeah, but then you You'll said in the wild. So I'm guessing there's like water, water everywhere, water or like a river or something. Then you just. Pluck it out because yeah, but it doesn't matter how abundant water is or not. So if in you're the in the wild, desert, <laughs> you, need, <laughs> you have all the warmth. <laughs> you need water to survive. Man, what? Yeah, damn. <laughs> this thing is something else. All right, okay. So first point, the uh, Robert. <laughs> Second question: What's the minimum amount of water a human body needs per day to stay in good health? A. One point nine liters. B. One point five liters. Or C. One liter. How much water does the human body need? What's the minimum amount that the human body needs per day to remain healthy? I don't think this is consequential to I think right. to survival. Uh, do we show our answers? Yeah, show me your answers. Oh, yeah, I said 1.5 liters. One liter. B. You're actually all wrong. <laughs> oh, it's 1.9. 1. 1. Yep. <laughs> the minimum... The minimum amount that a human body needs to survive per day is 1.9 in order to stay healthy. Okay. 1.9, interesting. All right. So, Robert is still the still in the lead here with one point. Still <laughs> 10 okay. questions, Brian. <laughs> okay, third question. What does lush vegetation and swarming insects often indicate? A, dead animals. B, fertile soil. Or C, water. That's a trick question, mate. It, three... <laughs> Lush vegetation is like there's water there, but then insects is like dead animals. Right, right, right. Are you guys gonna announce your answers? Or? Oh yeah, so I say <laughs> I say water. A. What is a dead animals? A is dead animals. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Robert and Brian said de- dead animals. Yeah. Kevin said water. Kevin's the only one that's correct here. <laughs> what? A- haven't you guys? Haven't you guys watched any episode of Bear Grylls? I mean, uh, I thought <laughs> my logic was like because it's, it's like lush vegetation that has nothing to do with animal being animals being dead, but water will make it you know make, will make it lush obviously. And then if you have a river, so if you live in a house where you, you you're right next to a river, you would need one of those like neon lights that attracts um, mosquitoes and then zaps it because. Um, mosquitoes like to you know just kind of swarm around oh, that's not bad yeah, yeah and, and every episode of Bear Grylls as well he's always saying look out if he's in the desert he'll say look out for vegetation because that's an indication that's yeah. like an indication of a watering hole or something yeah. so I'm surprised that you guys yeah. didn't get yeah. that it was a dumb answer man you don't gotta <laughs> <laughs> you don't gotta keep talking about it <laughs> alright <laughs> we get it bro we get it bro. we get it okay <laughs> my question like, question four why should you avoid sleeping directly on the ground a, to keep from losing body heat. B, to avoid insects. 
or C, to eliminate the risk of contracting disease? Why should you avoid sleeping directly on the ground? Your answers in three, two, God one. Damn. I'm definitely going to die first, bro. You want to read out your answers? A, so body heat. Body heat. Body heat. All right. Because, so yeah. everyone said to keep losing body heat. Yep. Okay, you're all correct. <sighs> Finally, one point. <clears throat> so, yeah, you don't want to sleep on the ground because your body heat would transfer into the ground if you're sleeping. Yeah. Mm. If you're sleeping directly on the ground. So now, both Kevin and Robert are on two points and Brian, you're on one. Question five. Insect larvae, larvae contains a lot of protein. Where are the best places to find these insect eggs? A, animal droppings. B, moist areas under rocks. Or C, attached to the insect. Logically. Right. Yes. <laughs> the logic I don't want to follow. <laughs> So insect larvae. So yeah, like it? insect eggs. <laughs> this is very hard. This is some really intense thinking the, going the, on. That, that is like a really hard question, man. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I made it hard. All right, answers in three, two, one. A. a. Read them I've out. Got a. Like say what they are. Oh, don't just say a. <laughs> What's the droppings? The poop. Yeah, the droppings. Oh, so everyone said animal droppings. Yeah. Okay, you're all wrong. Is, is it B? B? It's be moist oh, areas I on the rocks. I changed my answer. <laughs> I felt like that was the logical answer, dude. <laughs> I changed. I can see why you guys would think that. And if I was in your position, I probably would have said animal droppings as well. But most, but most insects they like to hide underneath rocks, so that's why you mm. most likely find their animal, their insect larvae, Damn. underneath as well. Mm, 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 mm. All right. So question six. Six questions already. <laughs> in a survival scenario. You should uh, you should avoid insects. Sorry, you should avoid eating insects that a have a hard shell, b uh, brightly coloured or pungent, or c have stingers. Like, like a, a bee, for example, or scorpions. All right, answers in three, two, one. So I said b, b. c. So uh, brightly coloured. Brightly coloured, because I wouldn't trust a brightly coloured anything. All right, and what did you say, Brian? I'm just gonna not eat the tail. <laughs> so, what? So you, you mean singer, stingers? C? Yep. Okay. I think it might be better if you stop saying A, B, and C and just say the yeah, stingers. Okay. All right, stingers. Okay. So both Kevin and Kevin and Robert said brightly colored insects or pungent ones. You're both correct. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> die in first, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so why you should avoid uh, those? Brightly colored insects or insects that smell is because they're most likely to be poisonous. Pungent. Yeah. Oh, pungent. Yeah. Like so the, the, thing, wanna... the thing the thing with C um, is that people eat scorpions. scorpions yeah. And spiders do I eat one yeah. myself. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So now the points are <laughs> Kevin on Robert on free and Brian, you're still on one. <laughs> bro, yeah. so we, where, where are we heading, bro? <laughs> Well, let, let me just say this you're not heading where Brian's heading right now <laughs> <laughs> that amount of burn in this, in this session to me man. there's a lot of hostility give me this recording Rob I love this moment <laughs> uh, Brian getting roasted <laughs> this is a roast pass mate <laughs> alright so question 7 in a survival situation what's the easiest way to catch fish A with your bare hands B Spearfishing or C with traps and snares? Answers in three, two, one. Yeah, spearfishing. Traps. 
Brian said traps. Kevin? Traps. Traps. All right. So the actual correct answer is spearfishing. <laughs> How? Are you supposed because, to make spears? Because uh, all, all the tribes, all the indigenous tribes, they always use spearfishing. Of those, of those options, the most easiest thing for the most easiest way for you to fish is with a spear because the, the average person is not going to be able to figure out how to create a trap to catch fish, I think. Mm. And then c- trying to catch them with your bare hands, I mean, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a side note, there's, a, there's actually a photo out there um, somewhere on the internet that shows an orangutan who's actually has a stick and is trying to spear fish in the water. So mm. this orangutan is like dangling off a tree from the side with a spear in his other hand and trying to spear, spear you. Yeah, Planet of Apes are getting real. All right, so Robert's in the lead now with four points. Kevin Damn. on three. Brian's still on one. Come on, you got to catch up. I have to listen to this. We one. have four more questions here, Brian. Oh. So if you get all of them right, you can, might be I able can to catch up. Yeah, right, provided right. that no one else, provided that Robert doesn't get a single answer correct. That's it. I'm going to wish for that. Ones. All right. So question eight. How long can a healthy human body go without food as long as I have water? A, four weeks. B, six weeks. C, eight weeks. Answers in three, two, one. Six weeks. I said four weeks. Six weeks. All right. So Kevin and Brian said six weeks. Robert I said four. Four weeks? Yeah. Okay. You're all incorrect. The right answer eight. is eight weeks. Mm. Eight weeks. Yeah, but I think by that point, when you reach eight weeks, you're pretty much useless. You can't do anything. Mm. You're just lying on the How ground. How many days is that? 50, 56? Yep. Almost two months? Yep. That's a long time. That is, yeah. Makes you. Yeah. All right. This is another, this is probably a bit of a tougher question. Okay, so what's, this is question number nine. Second last question. What internal temperature is required to break down bacteria, cells, and meat? A, 66 degrees, B, 121 degrees, or C, 150. So this is how, how hot you need to cook meat before you kill bacteria in it. All right, answers in three, two, one. 66. I said 66. B, which is 121. All right. Okay, so both Brian and Robert are correct. 66 degrees. And that's how, that's how hot the meat has to be before you kill any bacteria in it. Because they do that in, in Woolies, they put in a thermometer mm. and make sure it's above like 70 or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So the points now, Brian, finally you got one point. So you're, two points. you're up to two now. Yeah. Kevin, you're on three. Robert, you're on five. So <laughs> I survived. <laughs> so you survived. <laughs> yeah. So I think Kevin, I think Robert's most likely going to survive, but... Uh, well, we still have one more question. I want to play the last question, mate. Right, we'll, do, we'll do the last question just for the last question's sake. Yep. Okay, so last question. To avoid hypothermia, which of the following is a great way to generate heat? A, run a few miles. <laughs> B, drink sweet liquids. Or C, wear tight clothing. Answers in three, two, one. So I just said uh, tight clothing. I say tight clothing. Tight clothing. Oh, you all said tight clothing. Yeah. All right, you're all wrong. It's sweet liquid. <laughs> sweet liquid? Yeah. Oh. So here's why, right? That's the logical explanation, yeah? That okay, here's increase the metabolism? Well, no, here's the thing. Like, we're... So you guys know, like, cold-blooded and warm-blooded animals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So warm-blooded animals need to eat food l- much more regularly than cold-blooded because that's how we generate body heat. Yeah. Cold-blooded 
animals like snakes, for example, they can go for a very long time without food. So that's why, and so they don't burn calories to generate body heat. So that's why they don't have to eat as often. Mm. So as human beings, we need to eat to generate body heat. I mean, sure, you can you can feel hot from running a few miles or wearing tight clothing, but that won't sustain you for very long, I think. The last one. All right, so that's the, that's a wrap, guys. The winner of today's quiz is Robert with five points, followed yep. by Kevin with three and Brian with two. Sounds about right. <laughs> in conclusion, <laughs> so in conclusion, I think Brian's definitely going to die first. Zombie apocalypse. Not only his <laughs> body failed him, his brain miserably fails him. Yep. <laughs> I got to say, they were great questions. So they were like really tricky. Yeah. 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 Except for the last one. Yeah, but the, really all nine of them, the first nine was See, really good. They were really good oh, questions. Thanks, guys. Thanks yeah, to How Stuff Works, mate. The last one <laughs> thanks is to, just yeah, rubbish. Shout out to How Stuff Works for coming up with these great questions. Yeah. And um, so that's it for this podcast. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. And Brian, if they want to reach us, reach out to us and share their favorite survival zombie tips, what can they? where can they go? All right. To find us in Instagram, make sure to type in WMYH.podcast and our Twitter, WMYH Podcast. We hope you guys have a good week. All right. That's a wrap, guys. See you next time. <laughs>